home of Patriots Monday and Friday. 93.7 WEEI-FM and HD1. Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. The Rich Keefe Show, WEEI. Andy Hart is here until 8. We're here till 10. And uh, we're going to have our first Stiz weekly wrap-up come up at 8 o'clock. Nice. I'm excited about that. So uh, go sponsored nowhere. Sponsored by TBD. we got to get sponsored somebody. by some local some, rap place. Yeah, we definitely got to Bobby Valentine, he invented the rap. He invented so. the GD wrap sandwich. Yeah. So somebody's got to sponsor that. I mean, there's so many, I mean... Gift wrapping season. You know, people Ooh, are wrapping presents too. right oh, now. Yeah. It writes itself. That's an True. easy one. So you're going to want to hear that coming up at 8 o'clock. Patriots-Steelers tonight, Thursday night football, and the inactives are out for the Patriots. We already knew about Pop Douglas, Kayshawn Booty, and Ramondre Stevenson, which maybe you're three. But wait, there's more. There sure is. Uh, Jamichael Hasty for Darian Lowe, Sean Wade, and Devontae Parker. Parker. Who was on the injury report this week with a knee injury, right? He was limited mm-hmm. with a knee injury, but whatever. Well, he always is, whatever. He kind of always is. But so <laughs> my prop, now you might want to go rush to that before they change the odds. Bailey Zappi, minus 110 that he does not throw an interception because the active wide receivers tonight are Tyquan Thornton, Juju Smith-Schuster, Jalen Rager. That ends the list. Unless you want to count Malik Cunningham. You know what that's good for? An early pass to Zeke Elliott. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, feed him. Hunter Henry, Zeke. Like, if you're Bailey Zappi and everybody wanted to make excuses, not everybody, a lot of people want to make excuses for Mac Jones for, yep. you know, the way this season, the way last season went. This is as barren as I think it's ever been. Plus, no Ramondre. What do you mean? What do I mean? Where, where was Jalen Rager drafted? <laughs> first round. Where was Tyquan Thorne drafted? Second round. Yeah, good point. Uh, quarterback can't win with a first and a second round wide receiver. Yeah, that's true. Juju Smith Schuster was a first, first, second, second. Yeah, he's up there. Either way, the point stays the same. Yeah, studs. Yeah. So looks like he's got guys that were thought of very highly. He uh, needs to just make some good old chicken salad. Touche. When you're right, you're right. All right, let's go back to the phones. We got Kyle up in New Hampshire. He joins us next. What's up, Kyle? Kyle. 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 Hey, how's it going? Good. How you guys doing? Great. Just uh, getting fired up with this baseball talk, you know. It's uh, even though the winter meetings are kind of a drag this uh-huh. year, uh-huh. Um, but yeah. Anyway, Red Sox free agents—they got to go out, go out there, get some of the big names. I think Cody Bellinger would look great in a Sox uniform mm-hmm. for the bat, for an arm. Snell, my guy, think he'd be great. Go out, get Josh Hader, fill in the closer spot. Um, I mean, if they don't sign any of these big name guys, I think they're going to finish in the basement of the division again. And uh, I would agree with that. Margin, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, the 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 gap is widening as it relates to the AL East. The Orioles were a wagon last year, and they're going to be promoting a couple of the best prospects in all of baseball. They just got a closer, and we'll see how good Kimbrel is. But they just got a closer who was an All Star a year ago. The Rays, somehow, someway, are always good. And you saw they brought up a couple of the top prospects at the end of last year. The Blue Jays are one of, like, three teams that might sign Shohei Otani. And the Yankees just got Juan Soto. So the Red Sox are what? They were already in last. And they just watched those four teams all get better. Um, So maybe this will be, like, you know how we've been talking about with Robert Kraft that the 
yeah, the impetus for change is well, but they changed their GM this year when they tried to sell us on. They right. were in the hunt for wild card the second straight year. Right. I don't know what the impetus for you know what the impetus for motive to change and motivation What's is that? is empty seats is yeah the business side of things. Yeah. What we talked about earlier, you can't just buy your Red Sox tickets if you want them to change things. If you want to see a better product, your money talks. Yeah, it's true. It uh, just does, and I know that's probably not, you know. I want to go to the Red Sox. I go every year. And like yeah. that's fine. And yeah. I'm fine with you if you just want to do that. But, you know, it's funny. Um why can't I think of his name right now? Moving the sticks on uh, nfl.com who uh, the, the scout the he took over for Mayock as their lead draft guy. Daniel Jeremiah. A, Daniel Jeremiah, well Nailed done. It. You're sliding into your Paul Perillo role to finish my thoughts <laughs> very well. Oh, uh, sandwiches. <laughs> yes. No. He was just talking about Bill and how yeah. bad the Patriots are yeah, on yeah. Twitter, and he said you can. In one of his apparently like pet phrases or whatever is you can be bad, you can be boring. Just don't be both. Yeah, that's and what they are. The Patriots are bad and boring, and I think the Red Sox are bad and boring. Like I always yeah. talk to this with Fitzy about it's this. True. It is sports entertainment. I want you to compete yes, for a title, like but I also want you to entertain me on yeah. April 24th, and then again on May 7th, and then again on June. Like, entertain me. Make it worth my while to watch the game or go to the game. And why am I believing right now that they're going to be any more entertaining? You this can't. Year? No, you, you can't. As of, as of this moment, they aren't at all. And so you need somebody to come in here. Now, the caller mentioned a few different names. Now, Cody Bellinger, if they end up signing him, I'll be annoyed that they didn't just trade for Juan Soto. Like, if they already think they're too lefty bat dominant, like, I wouldn't bring in Cody Bellinger. Not that he's not really good. Uh, I don't think they need Josh Hader. Like, the bullpen's actually the one thing that right. they, they finally figured out. Last year was good. Jansen Just and Martin are both back. So, like, I think, yeah, you got to get Which was a problem. <laughs> it's the first seven innings that are a problem, which, which was, is why I've yeah. advocated for going to six or seven inning games in Major League Baseball. It would help the Red Sox immensely. It would. They should really push for that. Yeah, they John should. Henry needs to... You know, get yep. a meeting going and be like, guys, seven he needs to pound the table. We can still he play with the table. He'd probably break his hand. <laughs> yeah, it's not a good idea for him. Ow! Ah, not good. Somebody else pound the table. You know who's probably pounding the table uh, with an empty whiskey bottle? It'd be Paul in Rhode Island. He joins us Uh-oh. next. Paul, what do you have tonight on game night? Well, I'm just gonna say this is all about money. You take the you take the money from the fans, and you don't spend. And the biggest problem is that you know very well there's five states supporting you in Rhode, in Rhode Island and in uh, uh, Massachusetts. Yep, we got them. We got them. You don't spend the money, and you, made these, you make these people move from their houses every weekend, and you don't spend the money. It's time to spend the money. I'm done, man. It costs you... $500 every game. You don't spend the money. It's the owners, man. You're going to have Good problems, bother. just like everything else. But stay positive and stay strong. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. You're welcome here anytime. He's, he's upset. He's had it. He's passionate. I don't even know if he's talking about the Pats or the Red Sox. I think it applies to both. <laughs> it does apply. <laughs> I don't think he named a team, did he? Unless I missed it. Both teams are supported by the five states, and yeah. he didn't, you know, Keep going down the list. You know what's the did. best is so uh, his comment line was Pats are going to win tonight. <laughs> That's what he told me. Really? And then he, he just took a detour like I'm done. Can't watch him. Don't want the five hundred dollars. I'm not doing it anymore. 
It's like, well, you just told Stiz they're going to win tonight. Well, he's trying yeah, to stay optimistic, and uh, you know how being drunk is. You're like, I do you're know ride that. an emotional roller coaster. You're laughing, you're crying. You're... Three and a half hours, I can tell you all about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm shocked that you're sick, by the way, with the amount of eggs you consume through eggnog. I can't believe the eggs are like the best thing for you. And I eat a lot of eggs for breakfast as yeah. part of my uh, Awaken 180 maintenance. So you're all, all you are is eggs. You're just made out of eggs. I do have a lot of eggs, but yeah. uh, so far it didn't work. Still and gotcha. yes, as I told Rich during the break, uh, I jinxed myself. Yep. The fever's back up to 102. That's why I have a hood on if you're watching on Twitch. I'm not just a hard douche. I am no. um, freezing. I started shivering the end yeah. of the last segment. Heart's like, it's probably time to turn the heat on. It's 25 degrees outside. Yeah, like, no, no, the heat's on. Yeah, the the heat's, heat is jacked up. The heat's cranking right now. I'll be now. under a blanket in yeah. a minute. Understandable. Uh, let's go to David in Florida. He joins us next. Uh, I want to talk Pats. What do you got, David? Hello. So I called you out earlier, and I told you that we are going to play Would You Rather Patriot style Ooh. before the game tonight. Let's right. do it. We usually do that on Wednesday. We'll allow it. Thursday, that's fine. Wait, okay. I never get to do it. I want to do it. All right, Would You Rather. Go ahead. Hit us. There we go. Hit us. I got five I'm going to give for you. I'm going to start out with a bombshell. You guys are all wrestling fans. Would you rather watch the Patriots game tonight or slow dance with the fabulous moolah? Uh, slow these, dance with the fabulous moolah because it's like a story. Are these all going to be like this? <laughs> all right, don't be mean. <laughs> yes. That, that was fabulous moolah Mula was a bad lady. You no. Watch some of these documentaries. That's a bad egg right I'd, there. I'd rather dance with her, though, because then I have a story to tell. That one time I danced with fabulous moolah. Yeah. yeah. I'll watch the game. What's next? All right. Would you rather go to a Dolly Parton concert yep. or watch the game tonight? Oh, Dolly Parton. Did you see her on Thanksgiving? I mean, close. Easy Parton. Romo. Dolly. Easy Romo. Uh, all right. Fine. Uh, Dolly Parton. Oh, yep. Come on. I kind of like her. What's wrong? Would you, what next one? Would you, would you rather flatulate in an elevator or watch the game tonight? Flatulate in an elevator. Right, we're not going to hear the last That's two. just good, yeah. clean fun. We're not going to get to the last two, sadly. Unless, unless it's not just flatulence. <laughs> then it's, I don't know what it is. Like that scene in Mallrats, once upon a time, where Brody Buffalo gets elevator. in the old elevator. There, well, that's not that's not bad. I had an incident in the Buffalo elevator after uh, Anchor Bar Wings. You're not allowed back. Oh, speaking no, of but... Buffalo, we're gonna get to uh, Sean McDermott a little bit later on in the program. What yeah, a no. moron! Decision making is a key quality in a head coach. And... Sean McDermott, motivational speaker Bleeping of all time. Moron. But this also. Clearly, is they're they're laying the foundation to get rid of him. They're like, all right, we need to move on from this guy, and so let's put this out there. Then everybody will be like, yeah, you got to get rid of him because yeah, you're wasting. You know, everybody fixates on wasting of Justin Herbert in L.A. Yeah. I think you can argue that sh- they're wasting Josh Allen in Buffalo. I think if you put a more competent coach, yeah, with Josh Allen, and I think there was more competent coaching when Dable was there. Yep, that I agree. Was part of it. Yep. Um, you're wasting an all-time great talent because he is. I know Patriots fans love to rip on him. Josh Allen is an all-time great talent in his pure ability. He is a unique. Yeah, I don't player. know how you can rip on him. That guy's an absolute stud. I mean, think about where they were. They were in the conference championship game in 2020. And then they back-to-back division round losses. And now this year, like, you got to hold on to your hats. They might miss the playoffs. Right. But also, forget just the accomplishments on the field. Just pure ability. Yeah. He can beat you in more ways than any athlete in the National Football League, in my opinion. I, I just he, he can do it all. He can run you over, run yeah. around you, run past you, throw over you. Yeah, throw he's like, like he's Cam Newton's MVP year. And then, but he's a better passer. But better Cam, passer. Yeah, yeah. Better passer. He's the closest thing probably since Elway. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, he's I mean, he's pretty nasty. They don't have a 
He's got Stefan Diggs. Him a coach. You might, yeah, think about it. But the other thing is, they had after Marv Levy, they were just searching for coaches like crazy. They had nobody. They had no success. And then they get him, and you wonder if they're going to be like, well, we don't want to go on this crazy, you know. Yeah, so hire Belichick. Search. They might. That could open up the door for Bill. You know, we're trying In the to division. Go the Drew Bledsoe route. Leave New England and go to Buffalo. Now, actually, let's get to that. Would Robert Kraft trade him to Buffalo? We can get into what the choices may be and everything else, but uh, jump aboard if you so please. 617-779-7937 is the number. You can hit us up on Twitter and Instagram as well, at Rich Keefe Show. Uh, we'll get into that Bill Belichick. Where could he be going, including uh, the Buffalo Bills, which could very well have an opening at the end of the year. But right now, here is Stiz with What's Trending. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now on WEEI and WEEI.com. Thursday night football tonight. Your 2-10 Patriots in Pittsburgh to take on the 7-5 Steelers. Kickoff in about an hour at 8-15 from Heinz Field. Patriots inactives were just released. Devontae Parker, John Michael Hasty, Vadarian Lowe, Pop Douglas, Kayshawn Booty, Ramondre Stevenson, and Sean Wade. Pats will only have three wide receivers out there tonight. Juju Smith-Schuster, Jalen Rager, and Tyquan Thornton. Coach Bill Belichick did speak with the media. He spoke on the impact of Ramondre Stevenson's absence. The last one is just uh, with Ramondre's injury. Um, how do you envision um, just sort of the, the, I guess, the running back group um, coming together for Thursday? Uh, yeah, well, I mean... With players on the team that uh, you know we have depth at that position, and we'll see how it all plays out. But you know, it's good to have the the players that we have there feel confident in that group. Keep it locked right here to Wei and the Rich Keith Show. Catch our live reaction and misery to the game. Bruins back on the ice tonight, hosting the Sabers at the TD Garden. Puck drop at 7 p.m. Jeremy Swayman out; he's not feeling well. And even though Tuka Rask was seen this morning at morning skate. Brandon Boosie Bussy will be the goalie for your Boston Bruins tonight. Not great news for the Red Sox. The Padres traded Juan Soto to the Yankees in a deal last night that involved seven other players. The Celtics have the night off tonight. They're at home tomorrow night to take on the Knicks, tip off at 7.30. And the in-season tournament continues tonight as the Pacers currently in Milwaukee taking on the Bucks at the end of the third quarter. We got a game, Pacers 91 Bucks 94. Later tonight at 9 p.m., the Pelicans in L.A. to face the Lakers. And that'll do it for the in-season tournament. I'm Sids. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Rich Keefe Show coming up. Remember, you can listen to WEI on your smart speaker. Just say, play 93.7 WEI. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEI. Sorry, I thought one more. I'm Kevin Harris on the practice squad. I just include him in there. Um, what type of year has he had on the practice squad? Yeah, all the guys on the practice squad have worked hard. Um, they've been impressed with the group. And, and just, you know, coming to work every day, giving a you know, good, good look on the scout teams and then taking advantage of the opportunities that they have gotten. We've elevated quite a few players and a lot of other ones that have been close and that we've talked about. So... That's Bill Belichick talking about Kevin Harris, who has been elevated off the practice squad, is active tonight. Let's go. Pat Steelers tonight, over under of 30, 30 and a half, depending on where you're looking. And uh, Malik Cunningham is active off the practice squad. No Ramondre Stevenson, no Pop Douglas, no Devontae Parker, no Kayshawn Booty. So you have a, uh, if they, if they want to go four wide, 
I don't know if they want to do that, but if they wanted to go four wide, like Bailey Zappi in college, just slinging yeah. it for 6,000 yards, you would have Jalen Rager, Tyquan Thornton, Juju Smith-Schuster, and your backup quarterback, Malik Cunningham. That's how you could go four yeah. wide. Yeah. Should so be fine. First round pick, two second round picks, yeah. and the best athlete right. on your team. Speaking of picks, at this point, what do you think <laughs> the Patriots could get for Bill Belichick? Okay, so obviously this comes off a report today from The Athletic, Jeff Howe, Damn. talking to some uh, people in the NFL. And uh, they pulled the, the quote includes that thing that suckers us all in in marketing schemes. He could go for as much as a yeah. first round pick. Yeah, I know how that works. <laughs> like, I could get as much as 75% off. And then when I go look, it's right. only 5% off or 10% off. You got to read you, that fine you, print. You, exactly. You bait mm-hmm. and switch me, you lured me in. I think it's nuts if someone gives up a first-round pick for a two-win, 71-year-old head coach right now. Like, I can't... I agree, who just... Depending on how much uh, of the credit or blame you want to give him for the Mac Jones situation, he deserves a bunch of it, whether he just drafted the wrong guy or whether he developed him into the ground. And that right now is the most important thing a head coach can do in the NFL. How do you take a young quarterback and make that guy a franchise star? He did the opposite of that. So I don't know how, like, if you're a bad team, I don't think you want him to be a part of the rebuild. If you're a good team that just needs that push over the top, it makes more sense. But is he still this genius coach compared to everybody else in the league now? Like, I I think there are plenty of examples where he's not. Well, I, I still think he's probably still a pretty good defensive coach. Okay. If you kind of So I know a popular one is the Chargers. Because Brennan Staley gone, and I know people are now sort of, hey, maybe Josh McDaniels and Bill could go to the Chargers, and Josh would take over. Yeah, I could see the, that. The quarterback, the offense, the whole thing there, and Bill just runs the defense with Mac and Derwin James and Bosa and all those guys that they have on that side of the ball. I think that would work. I like. I don't think he's a totally incompetent boob where he can't do anything productive or positive for a football team anymore. I just. I think he's more limited than he once was. Like the he wears all right. the hats quote from his son. Yeah. He used to be able to wear all the hats and, and fulfill those duties and be good at all of them and that whole thing. That guy doesn't exist anymore. I also want to just add in, and I know people get mad at me, call me an ageist when I bring up his age. Oh boy! But somebody's like, "Well, Sean Payton went for a first round pick. He's no spring chicken. Well, he's eleven years younger. He's a lot younger. I mean, sixty to seventy one is a lifetime. It." It literally, in the world we live in, you go from working stiff right. to retired. Working stiff, yep. retired. Whether it's Social Security, just regular retirement. Mm-hmm. When you go from 60 to 71, if you're fortunate enough, you stop working <laughs> at some point in there, right? Like, uh, yeah. The, and you the get a sweet discount you. at the movie theater, which I'm looking right. forward to at some right. point. You get that. So I just, he's, he's old. That's a factor here. If Bill were 60 right now. I think he would have story. more takers because you'd be like, oh, change of scenery. He's Andy Reid in Philly. It just it ran its course, but he's still good. He's 71. We yeah. need to accept that. I also think the Sean Payton trade was dumb. Now, maybe he's going to pull the Broncos out of it. and They're going to be good, and they're going to be happy that they did it. But a first-round pick for Payton, like, where else was he going to go? Right. And I, don't, I think he's overrated as a coach, but that's a separate story yep. for another show. But that just seems high. So the key is... You need two teams to bid on it because if it's one, like that team can really dig their heels in, I think, and then maybe force Kraft and Bill to have just some sort of parting of the ways and right. who knows what the financials are, and then Bill can just go somewhere and you get well, nothing for him. But if you have two teams interested, and the other key is, would Bill be equally interested in two teams? It's very different than a player 
who'd be like, oh, well, yeah, okay, I can, I can see myself playing there. Like, players play for so many different teams and whatever. But for a coach who's been in one place for the last 23 years, does he look at, say, the Chargers and the Bills? And he's like, yeah, go ahead, Robert. Pick one. Pick one for me. Yeah, I don't think so because especially for a no guy way. who is, is very um, opinionated mm-hmm. about the people he works with and uh, some would say has problems with authority, doesn't always respect sure. people that are above him on the flow chart uh-huh. of an organization. Um, yeah, I think he would have major problems with that. It's another reason why I think L.A. makes more sense because, A, if you want to keep him there, Tom Telesco is a John Carroll. He's part of that fraternity with Josh McDaniels mm-hmm. and that whole incestuous mm-hmm. world that the Patriots are a part of. The D3 wagon. Yep. And the Spanoses are kind of like local yokel owners. Yeah. The, They'll the let you do I feel, want. could be more new age, billionaire, meddlesome, hard to work with kind and there's, of thing. Even though both have these franchise quarterbacks that they're not getting the most out of, the Chargers aren't getting anything out of the like what they have right now. The Bills are at least I think I feel like there'd be a lot more pressure on the Bills to win the Super Bowl next year. Whereas yes. if the Chargers just have a really good season and make the divisional round, that's a huge win. Like they'll be like, holy smokes! I mean, they're the second and it's team possible. in that in that stadium. I think you. I mean, it's it's sort of like Tom Brady. The Tom Brady to Tampa thing was just don't throw picks. If we don't throw picks, we're going to be a pretty good football team. Turns the other out. guy threw picks. He did. Now you go to L.A. for the Chargers. <clears throat> yeah, just, just win close it. games. <laughs> yeah. No, just win close. Just win yeah. three point games. They are zero and five in three point games. That changes their whole season. Even if you just go four and one or three and two in those games, it changes yeah. your whole season. You're a playoff caliber team. So. Bill Belichick, the greatest coach of all time, uh-huh. the greatest winner of ah, all time, the right. greatest game planner. Okay. All you got to do is go there and win close games, and it will be a True. massive upgrade. Let's go to Chuck in Maine. He joins us next year on the program. What's up, Chuck? <laughs> what are we talking about? There's no loyalty. I mean, like, what are we doing here? What do you guys want to see him crawl around Barnes & Noble to figure this out? I mean, this is almost as terrible idea as McBeat. I mean, you Wait. guys really want to just throw him out of town? Where do You, you want to keep him? You want to keep him? Yeah, I mean, you're going to end up sending him down to the train station. I mean, why do you want to keep him? No, on, no, I think I'm, he'll be okay. He'll make twenty yeah, million dollars yeah, at his next stop. He's right. No, but I'm I'm curious because we've taken a lot of calls. To the other side of it, and Andy Hart and I both agree that it's time to move on. What What is your reasons to keep him? Who are you going to get, Gerard Mayo? I mean, you're going to get um, Justin Trudell. I mean, what are you guys going to so do? So is that your who, who so you so you only want to keep him because you don't have any like potential candidates? That's it. Like I feel like any so isn't loyalty for something. I ben mean, jo- when you want loyalty, set up did, better, did Bill did Bill having... did Bill ever have loyalty for any of his players? No, but I mean, okay. obviously he's a head coach. <laughs> you know, well, you, you go. what are you gonna do? Run? Like, you gonna run like a coaching search? You gonna yes, bring a that's, yeah, that's how it works. Exactly. Off, you're exactly. You you run exactly, a coaching search. search you look at all the candidates. You interview them and you yep. pick one, and you hope that he can win more than two football games next yep. year. All right, well, one game means oh. so this guy coach a game, you know? I mean, what are we doing Who? here? Like Ben Johnson, I think I'd See, be this mentality yeah. like Baldwin, blows my mind. Yeah. This mentality blows my mind. This in Bill We Trust, he earned the right to stay in the job as long as he wants, regardless That's of how nice. crappy he's doing the job. I don't understand it. I appreciate like, I, the other side of it because it's been very one-sided when we talk about it. And even Fitzy, even as diehard uh, Patriots fan as Fitzy is, like, yeah, that's it. Like, this, it's, time, it's time to move on. It's been four seasons post-Tom Brady. They're getting worse. This is the worst they've been since 91. They're going to set all kinds of records for the worst offense. And you're like, well, Bill's a defensive guy. He's also the head coach. He's the head coach, and he assembled this talent. Like, one of the reasons why Bill, in my mind, was the greatest head coach of all time is he wasn't just a 
you know, I don't do any. Like, I, I, I feel like he did help the offense at one point. Like, I, yeah. I feel like he was a uh, one of the few head coaches, maybe, for a while that really did oversee all three phases. It Remember, he met with Tom Brady every Tuesday saying. morning. Like, that's something. I give him credit for that. Like, yeah. I think a lot of people are dismissing that. And they're like, oh, it's all Brady. And it was all Brady. It was all Brady. No, I think, he, I think Brady had the greatest coach. And just because you were good at something doesn't mean you're always good at it. And usually you see it. It's a lot easier to see it with players. Like, oh, Peyton Manning can't throw the ball 15 yards anymore. Probably time to hang right. it up. But mm. with coach, like Joe Gibbs is such a good example. Joe Gibbs won three Super Bowls with three different quarterbacks, left for a few years, came back younger than what Bill is now, and was a mess, right? Doesn't Fourier talk about it? Fourier played for him oh, yeah. at the end, the tail end there with the Redskins. You're like, this yep. guy, this is the Hall of Fame coach. Like, not everybody has it all the time. And I mean, you can, I hate the, uh, you know, sports world to like real life job analogies, but in this case, it kind of makes sense. Like, whatever you happen to be doing right now, I bet when you're 75, you might not be as good at it as you were when you were 45. But you know what? A lot of this, I'm sorry, Andy. A lot of this is like, I've been with my wife for 25 years. She's cheating, but what am I going to do? Divorce her? (laughs) Come on. Yes, actually. 25 years. Sure. Go ahead. That's the legal option. There's other less legal options. You can do that. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm all for listening well, to this. But that's also a terrible argument, and not just because it's the opposite of mine. But, like, why do you want to keep him? Because who are you going to get? So do we keep I him don't until know, he dies not- or until he quits? It's like Bobby Bowden, Joe, Joe Paterno style. Like, I don't even really... Uh, that mentality, especially for someone who apparently supported the Patriots for the last 20 years, so saw the way the Patriots were run by Bill Belichick, yep. and then to have that mentality, loyalty... And as you said, was he loyal to players? No, it was a year too early. It was always a year too early. He got rid of multiple Hall of Famers before they stopped playing. Yeah. Multiple Hall of Famers, including the greatest player of all time. He's like, yeah, we're good. Who were much better than him in his role now. Yeah. They were all much better than than what he is performing in his role. You know what's going to happen, though? You know what is coming? What do you think? Whether it's when he's still here or when he's not here anymore, the leaks and the whispers about, well, Really, Matt Groh handled the drafts the last two or three years. It okay, was, that, well, they were all. It wasn't collaborative. Matt Groh picked Matt Jones. I, Matt Groh picked this. Like that's going to come, and you're going to start to hear, uh, might, Bill. But, this wasn't my doing. If they let me do what I wanted to do, we'd still be good. Yeah, but then again, I feel like uh, it's kind of bad either way. Just like I, I think the Matt Jones thing. It's like, all right, he either drafted him or he sabotaged him. It's one of the, or, or maybe both. Well, no, Whereas it'll be he, he knew he was soft. It's going to be that no, story but, that but I don't they read out of either. Las like, Vegas. If the like, story that was read out of Las yeah. Vegas for Dave Ziegler that yeah, was yeah, so yeah, one-sided yeah, yeah. that Ziegler nailed every decision, but poor McDaniels made him go the other way, and he bowed down to him. That There's a story coming out of New England and Bill Belichick saying, yeah. if they had done what Bill wanted to do the last two years, you'd be a good football team. Yeah, but then I also kind of push back on that because it's like, all right, so was he not in charge of the whole thing this whole time? And if so, then like, all right, just like another coach, and then it's even. Oh no, he'll differentiate it. Yeah, no, 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 he'll, he'll give you a clue. Like when we were winning Super Bowls, Nikhil I was Harry. in charge. Nikhil Harry, I think Nikhil Harry. Was, no, somebody else made that pick. I think what he's going to do. I referenced the Mike Reese article where he like he goes through in detail all yeah. the reasons why the team went from you know winning the Super Bowl in eighteen, making the playoffs in nineteen to maybe the worst offense in the history of football this year, uh, and you know two wins, maybe the number one overall pick in the draft. I think Nikhil Harry is one of the biggest because like that was Tom Brady was still on the team. It was the first time they took a wide receiver in the first round. He was so bad; it was a waste of a pick. He didn't help Brady out at all. 
all these guys that were drafted after him are all pros, and then Brady leaves, you get nothing from that player, like that premium pick, and then it's like musical quarterbacks, which is never the way to win, and I mean, there's so many other things, but you go back to the draft in 2019, I think that was massive. I think it also set into um, motion the weapons issue. Yeah. Weapons issue combined with, oh, wow, we're doing a bunch of bad drafts again. Yeah. Like, here, here come just a just multiple years where you get, like, a couple of guys that you can play. Like, you're not but drafting all Nikhil Harry but... had panned out. So my timeline's right here. If Nikhil Harry pans out and his summer is like, holy crap, Nikhil Harry's the greatest receiver ever, doesn't that keep you from going down A.B. and Muhammad Sanu Lane? Yes, it does. So now okay. you, you keep. Horrific with, mistakes. With, with Brown, it's more just kind of embarrassing. With Sanu, it's a second-round draft pick. Right. But and you spent money on Brown. You did. And then Bill was yeah. bitching a year later that they don't have right. any money because they went all in for five years. Now, if they drafted A.J. Brown, I wonder if you also get more out of Brady and if Brady's more likely to stay and if Bill sees Possible. more out of Brady. Like, you maybe Brady plays his whole career here had you just drafted the right guy. And it wasn't even one. It wasn't like, ah, uh, there were six guys taken and they, you know, uh, only one of them could play. Like everybody else passed up on him. It's like no yeah. DK Metcalf, AJ Brown, Debo Samuel, even Terry McLaurin. Yeah. Like all those all guys. Good. Oh yeah, Terry McLaurin, light years. They're I mean, great. Now I, I don't know if you buy into the butterfly effect theory that if they had called that a touchdown, that diving touchdown on the goal line against the Chiefs, and the refs hadn't screwed that up, <laughs> everything changes, and Nikhil uh, Harry's an All Pro. I don't. I don't. I, don't I, I think we saw enough of Nikhil Harry. Like that's a bi- that's a big play. Sure. Like who knows what would have happened after that? I, I am a big butterfly Nothing. effect fan. He's not but, that good. No, he really isn't. No, you're the. But then Tyquan Thornton is like, you think that's bad? Where do you see this? Where do you... Now he wasn't picked as high. No, nope. but still a second round pick. And well, you want to get faster, you got to draft fast players. They sure did. They he didn't say he could catch. No, he cannot. Right? No, they didn't. They didn't specify. Macro never promised that Tyquan Thornton could get open or catch the Fair. football. He only promised that he was fast. That's true. Let's go I don't even see the speed, if you're honest. I don't. Let's go to he Tom. doesn't wow me with his speed. Oop, Tom uh, was there, and then he was gone. So let's go to uh, you, Tom. All right, Tom. Fair enough. Uh, let's go to Steve in the car. Steve, what do you have? Hey, um, I'm baffled. You guys make it sound like Bill Belichick forgot how to coach. It's not like he looks at a playbook and he's baffled. He looks at his team and he's baffled. You guys just, you know, name the four wide receivers. They're all number threes on any other team. Yeah, but he brought him in, Steve. On the bench. He, he, he chose brought him Judas in. Smith-Schuster yeah, over yeah, Jacoby yeah, Myers. He chose all those guys. And he pushed yeah, Jacoby he Myers out. Monday Parker, like, Steve, what are we talking about? Oh, my God. He doesn't write the checks. Robert Kraft writes the checks. Who picks the players, Robert? He signs the players. He signs the players. He picks the players. There's no doubt. uh, There's no doubt that that Bill Belichick goes to Robert and says, how about about this guy? And Robert says, no, it's too much money. No no chance. No No chance. That doesn't happen. Certainly didn't happen with the same contract for Jacoby Myers. The same money. It wasn't a $100 million deal for A.J. Brown. It was the same basic contract. Yeah, way. I'm telling you, it doesn't happen. No, no, just no way. way. No way. <laughs> I mean, it's, right, the well. same, it's the same guy who won six Super Bowls. It's the same man. But he when he those- was younger and yeah. had a Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot different. He also chose to have Matt Patricia and Joe Judge run the offense last year. That was the worst that was decision he did. Oh, remember no that? Way. You guys are killing me. Do you remember I mean, that? Bill, Bill, Bill Belichick is the great... Yeah, I do remember okay. that. Okay. Was that a good and, move? And, and, did you like that and, move? And, and that was a terrible decision. Right. No, it was terrible. He's made a lot okay. of terrible like decisions. He forgot how to coach. Uh, I don't know, man. I, does this team look as do they look as buttoned up to you as they have in years past? Like think about all the special teams no, mistakes, horrible. all the Right. Okay, that's his job. Mac that's his Jones, job. Steve, Mac, 
Mac Jones needs professional help. Bailey Zappi can't throw a twenty yard out. Two guys you know, drafted. It's a terrible team. It's a horrible team, and it's, it's not being coached. He put it well. together, and he coached it. Yeah, I also think you can go. Through. This is amazing. I am surprised. So we're going to turn on Robert Kraft. We're going to say Robert Kraft wanted Juju Smith-Schuster over Jacoby Myers. There's no shot in hell. There's zero chance that that happened. And my belief is Robert Kraft has never flat out said no about a player that he wanted to sign. Flat out said no. Never. That is my belief. Yeah, I, you know, yeah, you might be right. I, I think, and this is different. I think he was the one that was like, we can't have Antonio Brown anymore. But he signed oh, off yeah, on yeah. bringing him in. But then he was like, you got to go. Different. It's different. That's apples to oranges. But I'm just saying, like, there are times where maybe he stepped in a little bit. I think he stepped in with bringing in Bill O'Brien. I think he stepped in with keeping Gerard Mayo. But as far as I am not going to write that check for that player, I don't right. I don't believe that's. Don't this believe is unbelievable. Case. Bill is going to end up for these people, these yeah. types of people, being blameless in the what? Did, what? What was Mike Reese's dynasty to disaster? Demise or so? Disaster. I think disaster. The, yeah. He's going to be blameless in the disaster part of this, according to these people. Yeah, I, I don't get it, man. And I also I like either. go through, and I know it's kind of. Um, I wish I had this much faith in anyone, and like this, just <laughs> oh, bow yeah. down, and because I question. My wife, my mom, like sure. everybody. If they say yeah. something stupid or do something stupid, like, I don't have second. that gene no. that says like, no. "Oh, but she's my mom, so I'll just ignore it." I'm like, "What are you doing? That was dumb." Yeah, I'm know. telling you, it's the I've been with my wife for 20 years. It is. What am I going to do? Yeah, what am I going to do? This is what. Be it is. mad. Be really, really mad. It's hard to not leave just the one say you love. But listen, I know, I know it's, it's if they're boinking somebody else. The team <laughs> stinks, and you know I'm at the point, and we have been for a while, where like I, I want them to lose, and and whatever, you just want the higher draft pick. But if you're actually trying to win these games, and I feel like Bill is trying to win these games, is he? There's plenty. Well, I, th- I think he I think is. he mismanaged the quarterback position over the last two weeks. No, but that's my that's my overall point. Is like the guy's like, oh, he didn't forget how to coach. It's like, yeah, but now he's being presented with different challenges. He doesn't have the Hall of Fame quarterback. So is this how he deals with quarterbacks? Just like, ah, oh, this guy, oh. not this guy, this guy, not this guy. Silly. Yeah. Checkers over, I mean, chess yeah. over checkers. The reason he he's cut not. all the bad backup quarterbacks because he went all in on Mac and he knew it's either Mac or bust and bust means a top pick. So if I have a backup, I, I could screw this up. I don't want a backup. But I think he has been playing chess all season long to these people. But even the way he has gone about it, like cause these games have been close late. And yeah. whether they're going for it or not going for it, his decisions when to kick, not kick, when to challenge, not to challenge. He's very I'm not I'm not penalties, going penalties, delay a game. So I'm like, saying like he's not they're the, a poorly coached football yes. team and they have been for the better part of three years. And so you and I think like, yes, he is an upgrade over Brandon Staley. But there are some other coaches around the league now, which sounds crazy. Like ten years ago, if Bill was available, every team in the league would have been like, see you, dude. Like we'll, we're taking Bill. Now there's so many teams that are like, ah, we're good. We got we got yeah. this young offensive guy. Like we're heading in the right direction. Like we're gonna be we're gonna be fine. All right, continue with your phone calls here. As uh, apparently there are plenty of people that do want to defend Bill Belichick. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Also, I uh, do have a quick four pack of questions uh, about the Steelers for Hart nice. as well. And coming up at eight o'clock, the first of many Stiz weekly wrap ups. You're gonna want to stick around to hear that. Uh, all on the way here on Weei. If you missed any of our Patriots Monday and Friday interviews, go back and listen on the podcast anytime. Just subscribe to the Rich Keefe Show on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. 
Back here on the Rich Keefe Show, WEEI, Andy Hart here till, uh, Hart's here till 8. We're here till 10, so a uh, very unique opportunity. You can react live to the Patriots game if you so choose. We also will check in with our baseball guy, Rob Bradford, at uh, 820, Soto to the Yankees, Red Sox, taking their time, I guess, as it relates to the offseason. Slow and steady, steady and slow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Worked the, for Goofy in the uh, cartoon I remember watching. Okay, worked for, worked for the Tortoise, famously. Donald was, like, all crazy and all over yeah. the place, and true. then Donald loses. Goofy it's wins in the end. Yeah, it's it, true. It certainly is. Uh, let's go to the phones right now, as we have a lot of people uh, kind of out of nowhere really defending the heck out of Bill Belichick, and so be it. So we will uh, we will hear from all the people here on this. Let's go to Mike in Boston. He joins us next. What's up, Mike? Hey, guy. Hey, listen, I'm not here to defend him at all. I'm no. actually here to do quite the opposite. Okay. These, these callers are delusional. Let me just tell you something right now. <laughs> the past four years, you've got to be absolutely delusional to think that Bill Belichick, right, is, is – a, a great all-around coach. Like, he's not – he's been not the greatest coach of all time anymore by me. I've stripped him of that. No more he gets, he does not get it. His defense, right, this year is comparable to some of the defenses that Brady has, right? But what's the major difference? Look at the record. Brady never had a record, even with a defense like this. So that just goes to show you that Belichick isn't um, – 50% of our winning and what we had in the past. He's more like maybe 20%. I'll give him 20 and that's it. All right. Well, there you go, Mike. And I'm not even trying to rewrite history. I mean, if Mike wants to, if others want to, then so be it. I'm talking about the here and now. And I do not think this is a guy that is going to turn this franchise around at this point. You, okay. Both things can be true. You can be the greatest head coach of all time, and you can also have you know your time be up. So I might um, get a feel for where some of this could be coming from. Apparently, according to a tweet from Ben Volan, insert your jokes here, um, <laughs> Amazon came from Amazon's pregame panel concluded that the Patriot, Patriot fans are spoiled and Belichick deserves at least two more years. That's what the pregame show said on Prime? Apparently, according to uh, Two ben more Volan. years? Yeah. No. 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 I don't, nobody wants that. Oh, I shouldn't say that. There are a few people... I mean, Robert Kraft has said he expects his team to be a contender every year. They haven't been a contender since Brady left, and they are bottoming out. They are embarrassingly bottoming out to the point where Mike Reese, as positive as you'll find, now he may not have written the headline. Probably not the headline, but the headline got my attention. (laughs) Right. From dynasty to disaster, and then he laid it out, though. Like, Mike, he laid out all the the different things. That's all it is. Right? All he did was was do a timeline, essentially. This was like, hey, here are the things that you know you certainly remember. Here are a few that maybe you forgot about, and like in order, and boom. Oh yeah, it's worse than you remember. Is basically that story. Well, I I'm surprised. Like the the few of the call, not the last caller. He's kind of more on our side. Like our right, time's up. But the ones that are defending him, I could see it more if this team was five and seven, and you're like, all right, they're not very good. Right, that's twelve games. So. They're five and seven, certainly six and six, but or even four and eight. I think you'd have people being like, "All right, enough's enough." And then it's like, "All right, well, hold on a second. Like they beat this team, they beat the. They're two and ten, and they might finish the season with two wins, mm-hmm. and it's going to go down as maybe the worst offense ever. Like it's up there, they're in the mix. Like depending on how these five games go, they're in the mix. I also graded on a curve. If you have that bad of an offense in twenty twenty three. Like, that's not the same as having a bad offense in 1970 or 1978. Correct. Correct. So, anyway. You have to adjust for inflation. That's exactly right. All right, Tom's back. He's up in New Hampshire. What's up, Tom? I'm going to be optimistic and have the perfect offseason plan for the Patriots. Okay. They get lucky, get the number one pick. All right. 
Chicago is dead set on a quarterback, either Caleb Williams or Drake May. Patriots like both. They trade the number one pick for two and four, five, whatever Chicago's other pick is. And then they get a first-round draft pick for Bill Bill Belichick. And they have $90 million in cap space. Quick quick fix. All right, Tom. I don't... I don't mind that. Now, I mean, one part of your argument is that they like Caleb Williams and Drake May the same, which I would argue, like, you got to decide. Like, if you are a GM or whoever's running it, you know, president of football ops, have your guy. Pick a pick all guy. Be committed to one guy. I've always hated when Bills traded down in years past because they're like, well, we'll get one of these three. It's like, which one do you like? Identify right. the better player. And I use his own quote against him, which I like to do. Yep. Um, all things are never equal. All things are never equal. <laughs> Somebody's better. Somebody you like a little bit more. Yes, yes. And, and the chances of both quarterbacks being elite, being true franchise quarterbacks, being Mahomes or Burrow or Allen are no. very slim. So, so there's I, only going to be one. I Overall, I get where the caller's coming from. I would be more in line to, and we talked a lot about this on Tuesday, if you know for sure you know you have the number one pick and a team is going to jump up and grab the quarterback and you can get to two or three and get Marvin Harrison and the extra pick, then I'm doing that. Like, that's the one. I'm not trading down to let them choose between the quarterbacks, but if I'm getting Marvin Harrison, who I think is going to be the best player in the draft, and then you get, you know, uh, an extra pick, which you can then use to either get back in the first round, or who knows, maybe it's even in this current draft. Uh, Same with the Belichick trade. Maybe you're able to get a a first-round pick there, and that's where you get your quarterback as well. So a lot of moving parts. Yeah, Uh, I don't love that plan either because, you know, I believe I want you as high as possible to pick the best quarterback possible. All right, real quick, four-pack questions before we get you out of here, and then you can uh, get all the medicine that you need. Yep. Uh, Is Mike Tomlin currently a top-five coach in the NFL? Top-five coach? I'm going to say yeah. He has really – I've changed on him. Yep. I I thought he was very overrated, but you can't argue against the continued competitive success that he's put together. Plus, I like some of his little catchphrases. So, yeah, I'll say, yeah, he's a top-five coach. He's also – I used to think he was overrated. I don't anymore because he has won a lot of games with a lot of trash quarterbacks. And as we have seen firsthand, hard to do. They have a a bad quarterback, a good defense, and they have seven wins. You have a bad quarterback, a good defense. Now, Mm -hmm. a little different. Your star players, I understand, are hurt and all that, but and you have two wins. If you could take one player off of the Steelers besides T.J. Watt and give them to the Patriots, who would it be? Probably George Pickens, right? Their leading receiver, the guy you could have had. (laughs) Who was drafted right after Tyquan Thornton? Yes. Yeah. George Pickens. I would say George Pickens, yes. Yeah, I would agree with that. Especially tonight. Uh, Yes, please. (laughs) Uh, What are, in your mind, with five weeks to go, the Steelers' playoff chances? They are currently the number one wildcard team. Um, I think they're going to fade a little bit. Haven't looked at their schedule, Yep. but I don't think they're a great offense. I don't think they're a great team. I do like them tonight. I do like them tonight, (laughs) but... You know, there was reports out of Pittsburgh that before Pickett got uh, hurt, he was going to get benched. They were going to make this move. Yeah, he has not been he has not been no. great. So they got the Colts, Bengals, Seahawks, Ravens to end the season. Colts, Bengals, Seahawks, Ravens. Okay, so there's some interesting games. I, mean, I was going to say the they could win these next three. The, the Colts, yeah, right. Those those North games, you never know though. No, they're just no, beat that's, up, physical, that's backup true. quarterbacks. Who knows? But they're they're a pretender. Even if they make the playoffs, I think they get blown out in the first yeah. round. Uh, and then finally, of course, one of our favorites, uh, if you could have any Steelers jersey, past or present, which would it be? And again, as a Patriots fan, I know Steel- like Steelers and Jets, it's almost like I don't really want any of them. But yep. just to play the game, if you could have any Steelers jersey, which would it be? 
So I actually have a Richard Mendenhall jersey because oh. I loved him so much coming out of college wow. that some of the Patriots.com fans bought it for me and sent it to me. So I have a Steelers jersey. That's um, pretty good. Didn't pan out great. No. I don't think he had the love of the game in his heart necessarily. I don't think so. No. Um, I am going to say I, I did like Le'Veon Bell, but he was such an Bell idiot. was good. Um, uh, I liked Cordell Stewart because Slash. I used to do radio with him, and we got along really well for oh, a long time. Interesting. Uh, I didn't know that. Cordell Stewart. How about Kevin Green? I liked Kevin Green when Kevin he was Green, there, too. You know, I randomly, most of my jerseys were wideouts or corners or maybe the occasional oh. quarterback, but I had a Greg Lloyd jersey. I liked Greg Lloyd. <laughs> Greg I liked Lloyd. all their linebackers. I might go Rod Woodson. What about um, Troy Polamalu? Pretty cool. Polamalu was pretty cool. I like Woodson a little bit better. Okay. Uh, they have a lot of, like, we do this some weeks, and I don't feel like there's, there's a nobody. lot of guys. Yeah. They have a pretty rich history of players that I'd be interested in. Antoine in Randall L. I thought of him. He has a cool one. Heinz, Heinz Ward. Ward. Yeah, he has a good one. Santonio uh, Holmes. It would have been Antonio Brown had he not just completely gone off the deep end. Like, yeah, just his time in Pittsburgh. No, I don't want that now. But just his time in Pittsburgh, he was he was pretty great. Oh, he was awesome. Yeah. He was as unique a receiver and weapon like Tyreek Hill before Tyreek Hill. Should be a Hall of Famer, but he probably won't be. Um, I think they'll have to put him in at some point. Eventually. Yeah, I'll just be yeah, like, all right, they'll have to. All right, Hart, thanks for, uh, for playing Hurt here tonight. Who's in My for pleasure. you? Who on the uh, postgame? Fitzy? I believe John Lyons right. will be uh, filling in with Fitzy. You'll also have your usual phone-ins from Mike Cadlick and is. Christian John Fourier. Lyons in the house, so it's definitely John so, Lyons. Yes, so right. uh, they'll have you covered after this. I guarantee you the postgame show will be better than the game. Oh, yeah. I guarantee you. No doubt. All right, Hart, thank you, sir. And uh, I assume so you're, you're taking tomorrow off, too? Yeah, you will yeah, not yeah. see Do me not tomorrow. show up to that thing tomorrow. I do I don't not want to sit next to, to you. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. All right. Good stuff. Uh, we'll uh, check in with Hart next week for sure. And uh, two hours down, two hours to go. A rare full tang Thursday night program. Uh, if you want to defend Bill Belichick, I'm all ears on that. I'm curious to see what the defense is for Bill Belichick. 617-779-7937. Rob Bradford will join us at 820 to talk some baseball. But when we come back, the first of many weekly wrap-ups by our own stiz. So uh, go nowhere. We'll be right back here on WEI.